Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 144 of the Dumb March Podcast. The boys, your favorite Saturday brunch brunch back at it again. Gentlemen, how we living? How we feeling? Doing good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Back from the beach. We got, you know, a little, little darker, you know, wearing a, wearing a hoodie. So I, I don't know what that's about whenever it's 90 degrees and the humidity is at like 88% right now. No, this is a training for you. This is, man, this is uh, like a compression. What are you training out. for? You, huh? What are you training for? Dude, I'm back in shape now, so <laughs> <laughs> lifting, lifting all them, lifting all them uh, uh, vacation beers while you was away all week. Uh, Ooh, I still, yeah, I still, I still, I still got half a case left. It's <laughs> you guys, it's unbelievable. Uh, We're ready. Welcome, 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 everybody. As usual, <laughs> uh, Taekwon's in the comments, starting it off early <laughs> on that energy. I love to see, love to see the. The fourth member of this podcast is supposedly getting on late. He had to do a family breakfast uh, this morning, so we'll we'll see if he shows up. As long as he don't come on here with some cold baked beans in a red solo cup, we're good. <laughs> oh, I we saw could, that. that was ridiculous. I, I, I saw that. that. Ridiculous. Yeah. He's doing exactly what the title of the show is today. Fat kids gonna fat. Fat yeah. kids gonna fat. Absolutely. Skip the pod, just go to eat instead. That may yeah, be our I'm... new shirt. That may be our new shirt on <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com. Fat kids gonna fat. Um, but yeah, no, nah, thanks for tuning in. As usual, uh, head on over to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the bell so you get notifications. Head on over to to Anchor slash Spotify, download, subscribe, get some get some views up there. Undownload or you know un unsubscribe, resubscribe. Um, you know. Do some of these numbers. Works, we got to trick, <laughs> trick, trick, trick the algorithm somehow. Uh, trick the algorithm somehow, man. That good old early two thousands, um, late nineties way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of early two thousands, late nineties, before we get into the the debate that was going around this week, um, as far as your your nineties, you, you never know. Your nineties crush starter pack um with the four <laughs> ladies that were selected for that um a lot to get into this week the busy busy day in pro wrestling uh, as if the week wasn't long enough with pro wrestling we got a ton going on tonight you got collision with the owen hart finals tournament matchups you got the two out of three falls between bullet club gold and ftr Battle of the Belts is right after that with three matches and then you got Slammiversary for impact which is on paper is a really good card, um, I think. So Impact's been doing great stuff on pay per view. Um, I'm bringing the light. Yeah, you are. We know your light is right in Jay's mind. So um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, you pro had to life. jump on him in the comment section like you do pro Taquan. Um, so yeah, so all right, let's just hop right into it real quick. Not going to spend a lot of time here before we get into pro wrestling because, like I said, there's a lot Mount Rushmore and everything else going on. But there was a, there was a debate going around this week as far as I don't even know how it got started, but it was like boyhood crushes. So like, who was your first crush that you could remember growing up? And then it turned into later on in the week, I found a, a crush starter pack, '90s crush starter pack. And it was the Pink Ranger, Topanga, Kelly Kapowski, and Sonny from WWE. 
we're the four on the the Mount Rushmore of '90s boys <coughs> crush starter pack, so to speak. Donald disagreed um, with that. Yeah, I disagree with that list too. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of the four in that whole list. Uh, yeah, That's about probably, it. <laughs> eh, what I'm. I, I mean, they're not bad choices, but as far as like the go-to crush pack for for boyhood crushes, you know, posters on your wall whenever kids used to do that, you know, going into Spencer's and buying posters. Now you go into Spencer's and you can buy some wild shit. Yeah. Now you go into Spencer's. It's, they even still sell posters. The, they sell way more than posters, okay? And I didn't know that. And I was yeah. in there with my with my daughter, and I happened to make a hard left, and I was like, "Oh no, we got to get out of this store asap." <laughs> when was the last time you were in a Spencer's? A couple months ago, whenever I was at the like, mall. That's that. when I found out. Before, before that. that, years, like years. Oh yeah, they they, they had it for a while. Two thousands, they changed to that freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So th- this got us questioning. Who were your your boyhood crushes, as far as you can remember? Um, and we're gonna run through the list real quick. So, as far as you for your boyhood crushes growing up, who did you have on your list? As far as where you went to, what poster you may have had on your wall, or who <coughs> made you stop in your tracks and go, "Oh, I I like her." Don't even realize like why, but I do. <laughs> uh, shoot, I got my top five. Good. Top five has been the top five forever since high school, all the way to beginning of teen. Now years. wait, well, now wait. Are we putting age parameters on this? Because like, I feel like my my list is, is like different mm. based on how old I was, and then I hit a cutoff point, and I wasn't going beyond that. Mm. Like, you know. I mean, there were there's other people recent, you know, crushes and whatnot, and I got my hall pass list, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, this is nice. Being 90s. married, yeah, yeah. So we're 90s. going, we're keeping. Yeah, it, this is nice. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, you're okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter what you think today, but. No, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This is ninety. This is high school and down. Yeah, this ain't college and up. That's a different list altogether. But uh, number one, uh, five would be Faith from Buffy for me. Number four, Jesse Spano, all those legs. Three, Alex Mack, two, Topanga, and number one, and number one, the bad girl herself, Gia from Pool House. Wow. All right. I got got my five. So number five, Steve was talking about poster on the wall. First, like, legit poster I had on the wall, WCW uh, uh, Nitro Girl, Kimberly Page. I was I was the first poster that hung up on my wall. Uh, after that, we're going straight TV. Uh, it's going to be Melissa Joan Hart, and then the starter pack: Kimberly the Pink Ranger, Kelly Kapowski, and number one will always be Topanga. You, oh man, I guess I'm going to have to insert. All right, here we go. So this is so I I didn't do five right. I couldn't think of five. I definitely had three, and then there was like a combination of just here and there and wasn't really sure um who else to put on it but the very first crush i remember as a as a as a kid growing up the very first one miss elizabeth okay SummerSlam 89 mm-hmm. skirt off changed your life. Draws, <laughs> game over miss elizabeth right 
Miss Elizabeth was one. Two, Nia Long, Boys in the Hood. Okay? Right there. Three, Stacy Dash, Mo Money. Okay? Don't kill me. Don't kill me for the Stacy Dash now. Okay? This is Stacy Dash, Dash back then. Back then in Mo Money with them green eyes. Game changer. Game changer. Okay? Now you can see why I grew up and I married who I married. Because <laughs> my list has way more color than all three of you. Um, oh yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so those were the three. Those were the three for sure that were on the list. You gotta go back and watch Kenny's list from the other night. <laughs> and then I had like a combination of different ones, right? Like just mm-hmm. depending on how I was feeling that morning. I guess you know there was there was a little Carmen Electra phase. There was a little Sunny <laughs> phase. There was a little uh, you know. Pam Anderson phase. There was uh, who else? Um, Sable go on, go was in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, those those three were the main were the main three as far as like boyhood crushes. You know, Attitude Era and above. It, it taste started to develop and and things you know were a little different. But growing up, those three in the nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, those three were it for me for sure. So. But hit us up on social media. Let us know. Give us your list. If you're in the comments, who you got, let us know. Um, boyhood crushes, first woman that you fell in love with without even realizing you were in love. Um, you guys are all suckers. Alex Mack? I don't we don't even have time to get into that. Like, we're not even gonna go. Don't hate on Alex Mack. Hey, there was a couple people from that Tuesday show that said that. And then Donald just like Gia because she like tried to get Stephanie to smoke cigarettes in in Danny Tanner's house, and it was like, oh, you're you're that type of bad girl. That was the that was the birth of Donald's pen pal relationship with prisoners. I was gonna say, for love, you, you just said love and lockup. Love you and lockup should that, have been your show, Donald. That's your life. Love and lockup. You said your crushes explained how how you turned out. Explains Donald too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why. That's why. He's, uh, that's why he has a, a mass email address for every single prison from here to Rikers Island. We're putting cartoons on here. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. Hey. Amber. <laughs> what is what is Jason talking about? You know what, Jason? Just stay off the show. <laughs> just stay off the show. This is probably the worst crush list I've ever seen. <laughs> In my entire life, I don't even know some of them, honestly. <laughs> Yo, anybody want to bash Jason? Head on over to <laughs> at Mr. Cream of Wheat on Twitter and Instagram and just let him have it because <laughs> like I said a couple of weeks ago, hey. Hey, with the bad girl, man, you can never. Hey, they can never do you wrong because you just could call the parole officer, and right back then they can go right back to jail instantly. Yeah, but they'll rob you first and everything else. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Love and lockup. Donald, when Donald breaks hand, comes out in a relationship, it has a whole different meaning than like handcuffs. <laughs> He's like, oh, keep playing with me. You're going to go back for that third strike. <laughs> Three strikes and you're going back for 10 plus. <laughs> yeah, you're threatening your relationship with probation violations. You're ridiculous. <laughs> oh, 
that's crazy. That is that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, all right. Before we hop into Mount Rushmore and Jabroni of the Week, anything else that, that caught your eye this week? I think we 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 caught we hopped into it enough with the yeah. with the crush list. Yeah. Um, so all right, let's get straight into it. Like I said, a lot to go over, a lot to review. Um, crazy busy week. Now, here we go. Okay, Taquan. Sama Hayek was definitely on the list. Okay. Sama Hayek's a good one. Eric Badu, Lisa Bonet, Sadi. Well, I mean, black don't crack. So, um, <laughs> you know, Lauren, Lauren Hill's the only question question mark I'll, I'll throw out there for you. I, I just never really did anything for me. You know, Eric Badu, she could just, you know, she could just read a paragraph and I think I'd be enthralled with Erica Badu, let alone having her sing something to me. Um, and Lisa, Lisa Bonet, like everybody was big on Lisa Bonet, but I, I don't know. She never really tickled my fancy like like yeah. others. Didn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're good. All right. That's 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 good. Keep their list coming. Keep them coming. We'll put them up throughout <laughs> mm-hmm. the show. Keep them coming for sure. Um, all right. Mount Rushmore this week. Run through it. Um, <coughs> me, I think my, my choice was easy, um, and it really didn't change. But I I got Rhea Ripley slash Judgment Day for Mount Rushmore this week. They were the main focus of the show on Raw on Monday. They carried <laughs> the show. Um, I'm glad to see them getting the, the attention that they deserve. You know, I don't think the storyline's over as far as the the drama being squashed between the group. But again, the whole show was focused and built around them. But the star to me was Rhea, like she Always. stole the show in all the segments she was in. So, kudos to her character development. She continues to just grow and grow and grow and continue to be head and shoulders above the rest and. It's mommy's world. We're just living in it right now because when she's on TV, it's must watch. And I didn't know that I thought Rhea Ripley would get to that point when she joined Judgment Day. Yeah. Like I was hoping it would do something for her. But the fact that she took the ball and ran with it the way she has. And now it's must see TV when she's on the show. I'm not going to I'm not going to be disappointed anytime she's on screen. So, yeah. And they were on. uh they were on nine segments this week total. I'm glad wow. you tracked that too, because I, yes, I tracked I that as well. Because <laughs> I was going to bring up, is it too much Judgment Day? Because that was a lot. No, because it's not. I mean, it may have felt that way this particular week because the, the the show was built around them. So it was a lot of it was a lot of segments, a lot of interactions, backstage stuff, front stage stuff. But in three hours, it may feel like it's overwhelming, but because it was three just in the first hour, raw. Right. I mean that. But see, I wasn't I I wasn't watching Raw on Monday and thinking, oh, I have too much Judgment Day. <laughs> so, like, I mean, yeah, that's a good point, Ty. We don't question is there ever too much bloodline, like. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make Judgment Day that group on Raw, oh, I didn't which, I'm not mad at the way they build out the show on Monday. If, now, if they did if this week, be and every that's cool. Week, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> what I just don't want because like next week you're they're going to be on Raw and NXT again. So it's again two shows that they're going to be on. It's like I don't want this to be a consistent thing of 
them constantly just being over promoted all the time. Pro hopping in with the fire. He's coming guns a blazing, Tommy gun style. No, no water pistols. He's throwing the heavy hitters in the comment section. We're not putting that comment up, but mm-hmm. we um, gotta head over to Twitch to see those comments. Yeah, for sure. Um, so hopefully, just next week on NXT is just Dom versus a uh, thing, right? Mello. Oh, Mello. Dom and West, Dom and West, right? West, yeah, Dom and West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's only one segment. So that's not going to be bad. But again, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it with them. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah, Rhea slash Judgment Day for me was the, the highlight of the week. <coughs> enjoyed everything about it. And I'm curious to see where it goes because this was the yes, this was the tension that we were talking about before Money in the Bank. Like, hey, you can put it on Finn and have Priest win and carry it mm-hmm. that way, or they chose to go with Priest costing Finn and building the drama off of there. Now, I don't want to see them implode. I think it's too early to break the group up. Yes. But I am curious how this is going to play out and spin off. And then there's a certain somebody that was shown a couple weeks ago that we haven't seen since that I think is going to get added into this storyline soon enough, and that's J.D. McDonough. So we saw him and Finn chatting it up in the back and Priest kind of coming over. Um, do you think Judgment Day intro errors or <laughs> maybe Jay? I don't know. Forward. I didn't really, I didn't catch that either. I didn't, but, <coughs> but yeah, and and I don't you, need you rumors. mean errors like for like the screw ups, like how they were talking about the main event on Monday, Jason, because like that was that was like the yeah, and that got blown out this portion, yeah. I mean. There were some errors, but it didn't like necessarily even ruin the match for me watching it. No, no. no. didn't even notice when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. But again, oh. the, the thing was, it was a consistent thread and story throughout the night. So, like, I feel like back back in the Vince day, you would have just got that main event announced, and there would have been. It's like, well, why is Seth, KO, and Sammy teaming together? KO and Seth don't like each other, like, but they. Gave you storyline throughout the night to get mm-hmm. to a main event that made sure. sense. So, yeah, when Bianca came out last night, it was uh, Rhea's entrance showing up first. You saw brutality on the on the on the Tron instead of Bianca's video. I mean, maybe Samantha Irvine blamed mm-hmm. um, she because she said Bailey was representing Judgment Day um, <laughs> before the Women's Money in the Bank and blamed Rhea for it, but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if we'll see if that's something that comes up. I hope that they don't because rumors are Bray set to come back. And I saw some rumors where it's like, well, Finn's gonna leave and then Bray's gonna take over Judgment Day. But Judgment Day is not a supernatural group. No. No. They don't have those types of like they're not portrayed that mm-hmm. way. So no. I don't know. We'll see. No, I hope yeah, that's that's my Mount Rushmore for the week. Mm-hmm. I'll go with mine. Uh, actually, I have two. Um, one was from last night, Willow Nightingale and Athena. It felt like a strong style match. I mean, the match was great. Everything about it. The storytelling behind the two of them for the months, the match itself. Fans were into hey, what, it. What was better was the backstage segment. I don't know if they showed it live on the show. I watched the clip <sighs> on Twitter of it. But they were interviewing Willow after the match. 
and Athena has like security draped around and running up and she's talking mess, blah, blah, blah. This is my show. Dude. And she goes to get in Willow's face and Willow hits her with a forearm and just knocks her out. <laughs> and security drags Athena away and Willow picks up the belt and goes, huh, Owen Hart tournament final. And then maybe I'll come take this mm-hmm. and laughs and walks off. So I'm like, oh, that that alone was good enough, let alone the match that they had. And Athena, shenanigans tonight. Athena for me is on my short list for women's wrestler of the year. I know she's not going to get a lot of votes because it's Ring of Honor <laughs> and it's subscription and it's behind the paywall and you haven't seen her on TV as much. But if you have not followed what Athena's done this past year, she is absolutely tore it up, both on the microphone and in the ring. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to their rematch at, at the ROH pay-per-view next week. Because that's what we're getting. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> yeah, here so we are a couple of days before the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and matches still aren't even completely announced yet for that card, which is so weird for, for pay-per-view. <laughs> they they have done nothing for the build, and it's been really bad. Um, I actually I saw, saw someone post. Yeah, I saw someone post. They go, Ring of Honor did better build up to pay-per-views before they had TV. It's like that's hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, they did. One thousand percent. And this goes back to Tony being pulled in too many different directions and not mm. delegating stuff out to where you can't cover everything. You're so focused on nine tournaments, dynamite, rampage, <laughs> all in all drama out. and drama. Yeah, like then ROH has suffered because of it, especially for the build up to this pay per view. And then ROH out of their little eliminator tournament to who's going to face Samoa Joe now. So add another tournament into the mix in AEW. <laughs> Yeah, but I need wow. Joe versus Shane Taylor. That that's the only matchup that I want out of that <laughs> tournament. I, like I saw the bracket announced, and I said, "Uh, if Shane Taylor doesn't win this, and and I don't get that hoss fight between those two, I'm gonna be highly disappointed." <laughs> and then uh, my last um, was it my last about Rushmore was uh, Ken uh, Kalani Jordan from Tuesday. She was the girl who fought Cora Jade. Looked like that she could keep up with her, mm-hmm. and looked like she has a lot of potential in the ring. I like her move set, very athletic. So something that definitely caught my eye this week. It was a good match. Yeah, she she looks good. My the bigger question for me coming out of that is what are they doing with Cora? Like she's yeah. almost like a like a I don't want to say a gatekeeper, but like they're putting the new girls in with her mm-hmm. to start out, and then she's in this weird storyline with Dana Brooke that's really not gonna do anything for her. Like mm-hmm. To me, she's somebody that needs to be in your title picture, but because Tiffany got the belt, you're not gonna have her in the title picture because they're both heels. Yeah. So I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Pro. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's what I'm putting that one up. That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Comment section is on fire today. These dudes are going at it. Um yeah, but so yeah, I don't, like, yeah, Kalani. I, I mean, potential wise, you can see it. We'll see mm-hmm. character work how she yeah, how course. she does. But um, yeah, Cora is just more of the the curiosity for me. Looking at that presentation wise, like, all right, we're she's just kind of floating around right now because you got Tiffany with the belt. So mm-hmm. I think you got to get her into a bigger storyline as like second tier. Like a one B, 
if Tiffany's your 1A because she's your champ from a heel perspective, Cora definitely should be your 1B. And who do you have to match her up against? Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Chris, who you got? Mount Rushmore. I'm going. It, it lasted the week, and I'm making me look forward to it tonight. I got to go from Collision last week, FTR versus uh, Bullet Club Gold. It was a great match. I think it was a three segment match. Um, they they tore the house down last Saturday night. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, normally, I've been enjoying Collision. Collision has been good, and normally I don't like the oh you beat the champs you get a title shot. Like I don't yeah. like that stipulation at all. But the fact that they did it and then they called FTR out like, oh, hey, you guys are supposedly the best and, and so good at two out of three falls matches. Why don't we just beat you twice next week and take your belts? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I'll take it. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm an FTR stand. So any anytime I get getting two out of three falls with FTR and that's more in-ring time that they're on, great. Like... And I think Jay White and Juice Robinson are are a nice pairing to go up against them. Now I don't know what this is, I don't know how this is going to play out because you got this blind tag team eliminator tournament <laughs> that they're building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think FTR retains. I would be surprised if they do a switch, but yeah. maybe you do the Papa rating on Collision because they haven't done it yet. Know. You need something on collision to bring people in. I think the ratings are being over over discussed and over talked about just because it's a Saturday exaggerated in summertime and you had Fourth of July weekend last weekend and you know I don't know. We'll see. It's it's the summer. But, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a Saturday in the summer. Yeah. That, that's it. Um and there was there was word that came out on different reports from different sites that Warner Brothers Discovery is not so much invested in the total viewership numbers. They're more worried about where they stack up with the other shows mm-hmm. that are in prime time. So, and it's been holding they, its own there too. So, yeah, if if they continue to stay, you know, top five on Saturday night prime time, cool. Now, when football comes into play, that's <laughs> yeah. all all bets are off. Like, uh-huh. you know, yeah. we'll we'll see. But a lot of football's on basic where they're more going after what's on cable so they could still hold their own still yeah <laughs> yeah we'll see and i know there's games on espn and fox sports and fs1 that stuff so that'll factor in there too but <clears throat> yeah i mean saturday night you have some espn but the espn i think their deal changed so they i don't know if they play the abc game if they air it on both or they play if they carry two games at the same time I can't remember yeah. based off of last year how they worked it out, but yeah, we'll see as it goes into that. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, to the rematch tonight. Looking really looking forward to Collision tonight. I think the, the Steve, you kind of briefly went over it earlier. I think the card's pretty solid for the show tonight. Well, pause. Let's just stay right there for for right now to run through that. So you have Starks and Punk in the Owen Hart men's final. Mm-hmm. Ruby versus Willow in the women's, and then the two out of three falls for the AEW Tag Team Champions. So that's, that's good. Your, that's your match yeah. card for tonight. You're not. You're going to have some backstage stuff and probably some different storylines. I expect uh-huh. Miro to have another promo, and he's been crushing those again. Like he has that last one was so good. Love the Redeemer. Like I'm. Yeah. Oh, 
I can't wait to actually get him back on TV on a regular basis. But the promos have been fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. so he's hitting the he's hitting the ground running again where where he left off from a promo standpoint. But match card wise, I mean that's a that's a hell of a lineup. Yeah. That's all you need. If you're, if you're not excited about that lineup and that don't get people to tune in, I don't know what else you're going to put on in a two-hour block to get people invested to watch. Yeah. yeah. Right now, there's not one match on it that I'm not looking forward to. So who you got? We'll see those, those three matches, who you got? Of course. I won. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. Of course, Punk is going to win. I mean, he haven't lost since he came back. You know, him and Tony doing that reach-around thing, but – it's for a later show. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got Ruby and I got FTR. Punk putting Starks over would be huge. Ricky's already R- see. Ricky Ricky's already there. Like he's he's been on the cusp and he just needs that one big victory to kind of bump him up another notch because he has everything else. He has the charisma. He has in-ring ability. He has the, you know, the in-ring work. He's good between the ropes. I need Ricky to go over. So, and a lot of people are calling for Punk to turn on FDR and join Bullet Club Gold. I don't see that happening. I don't. Yeah, you can't have Bullet Punk Club. and Jay White in the same stable. It's not yeah. going to work. The egos are too big. <laughs> yeah, Bullet Club. And punk, yeah, punk and bullet club, it just definitely doesn't work. You know that Mars is right. He did lose in the tag and triple threat. So that don't count. <laughs> but no, I need I need punk to put Starks over. I would like to see that because then that shows me that you're really there to play ball. Yep. Because if you just win this tournament, then it's like okay, you're back on your selfish shit. So put the put the young talent over <laughs> and have Starks win something that can catapult him to being more of a main event player. And then I got Ruby. The story just says for Ruby, you know, hopefully we get a clean match, but if we get a, a smosh finish or a dusty finish, I want to see Athena cost Willow and not the outsiders cost Willow. Mm-hmm. And then FTR, Bullet Club Gold. I, I've got FTR. That's just the stand in me. But I think it'll it'll absolutely tear the house down and be our, you know, we could be looking back a week from now saying, okay, where are we going to slot this match as far as match of the year candidate potential yeah. based off of what those four guys can do. So, I mean, last week's match, I could see people talking about that one too. So, Steve, honestly, my predictions aren't aren't much different than yours. I see FTR retaining. I'm seeing shenanigans from Athena to to get Willow to lose for Ruby for the win. So that'll be interesting. Actually, having possibly a heel being the first Owen Hart winner there for the women, and then I want to see Punk put over Starks as well. I think it just to to what you said just makes more sense for it. All right, well. Since we just gave predictions for collision, let's just stay here and roll off the battle to retain or battle of the belts, as they like to call it. Because <laughs> if they don't have a freaking title change on this show, they might as well stop doing it. It's battle of the belts seven, and we've not had one freaking title change. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been one that's been must-watch. Uh-uh. So, I don't expect Spears to win. I got Luchasaurus there. Lance Archer and Orange Cassidy makes the most sense for a title change, but Lance Archer just came back. I got that. Hey, Jay. What up? How was breakfast? It was delicious. Delicious. <laughs> so, um, Archer and Cassidy, Archer would make the most sense, but he just came back. I don't feel there's they're going to drop the belt to him. But Orange has been banged up for a while, so maybe he just can't overcome the monster, and that's how we get a title change there. And then Ty Valkyrie, you need to stop putting her in title matches just to lose because you're killing her from a credibility standpoint. And Ty is somebody that should be in your main event picture. So, (laughs) I definitely don't want to see that, but I'm sure we'll get it, and she'll lose another title match and just completely continue to roll off into irrelevancy from a women's division standpoint. And that's not how she needs to be treated. No. Especially the way she came into the company. Yeah. Essentially, Frank. Monet again. <laughs> I think it'd be worse than that because they're not like she at least won. So yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. If you do no title changes, just drop the battle of the belts, please. You didn't do any build up. You announced them last minute. It's ridiculous that you're even doing the show. Now that you have collision on Saturday night, you don't need this show. No. Like this special, like or do it on a different day, like because they started pairing it a little bit with Rampage uh, this year, like where it was like then a two-hour Rampage at night instead of doing it, you know, Rampage on Friday and then Battle of the Belts on Saturday. Now, if you're just going to pair it off with with Collision for a three-hour show, doesn't make sense. Or just make the show Battle of the Belts, like Collision Battle of the Belts. Yeah, yeah. If you want to add the tagline to Collision and make it that, okay. Yeah. You already got or the tag it, team title match on, so like there there's been times where they've done it for the week too. You know, like mm-hmm. like Dynamite would have it, then Rampage would have a title match, and then you get the Battle of the Belts special. It's like just make that for the week then or something. I don't know. Just it doesn't need to be a show though. But yeah, like you 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 have a battle of the belts with no title changes again, you're automatically on the short list for Jabroni of the Week next week. Yeah. <laughs> automatically. Has there been one been any changes? Has it been a change yet? No. no. Six shows, not one change. No. So. Pro, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we gave we we gave some positivity to AEW. Yeah. That was my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. And one of mine too. Willow and, yeah, Willow and Athena, and then Chris had. The match from last week. Jay, who you have for Mount Rushmore? Mine, I had two. I had uh, one was Dragonoff and and Braun Breaker. Okay. Just because they're letting the boys get physical now, especially like the big ones. Like how Don said, uh, the Tank and Tank and Hank matches. 
They're just letting them get physical. So I'm like, I like they're letting them go in that standpoint of wrestling. And uh, it's kind of, it's kind of giving a little bit of old black and gold vibes to it. Just like match wise. Um, and my, my second was 10 years for the PC. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it was 10 years for like, PC. Well, That's like some picks this week. Um, Dragonov, I know he's he doesn't have the the total number of matches to be considered, but that dude has not missed this year. He he no. has match of the year contenders across the board. Uh-huh. Him and JD Dunn was great. You know, him and Dijak was great. Him and Braun was great. Like that dude don't miss when he's in the ring. Like it's hard to find a bad match he, from him. Even him and, and Corbin was watch a him in, in UK. And I didn't. So like this is like I'm getting the true taste of Dragonov. I, I loved his matchups with Walter yeah. slash Gunther, but to see him and see what he does on a on a match by match basis, like that dude does not miss when he's in the ring. And, so you get him time and he's still the show. All those current matches, he made everybody look better. Like I got a more a better appreciation of Braun now, better appreciation of Corbin now. Pro, did you not hear what we said? We had this guy clean, clean the Alma, check your battery with sister act reference. We had Chris had FTR and Blue Club and Bullet Club Gold from last week. Donald had Willow and Athena. That's two Mount Rushmore right there out of the four. Here, I'll give you a third. This is my seat. This will be uh, this will be uh, I'm better than you, baby. Slap it up here because they're entertaining me. I didn't like. Go, bro. I didn't like. That the was vignette. my last week. I didn't like the vignette this week as much as no? last week. Nah, it just didn't. It didn't hit. I, I, I liked last week's better, but I still like this one. It didn't hit. This was the video game one, right? This was the yeah. video game one. Yeah. I got. I like the pop from him coming out and having this shirt on when he unzipped the jacket. I enjoyed that. Um, and then them almost hitting the double clothesline and the crowd being so disappointed when it didn't happen. Like <laughs> the fact they're getting over a double clothesline and the pop that that move is going to get when they hit it is going to be ridiculous. I didn't, I didn't save it, but MJF tweeted something. He was talking like Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'll never forget the, the night whenever I was in Scott, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Silverdome. Hours <laughs> and, and, and Power slam the, the seven foot nine, nine hundred pound big bill, brother. Like <laughs> I retweeted it. I retweeted it and I said, This is why I love pro wrestling. This tweet yeah. right here, because that's hilarious. MJF's just so fucking entertaining. So there you go, bro. We like stuff. I mean, let's, let's not this isn't a continuous AEW bashing. Don't worry, my jabroni is going to be WWE focused. So, my jabroni has nothing to do with pro wrestling. So, if, okay. do you want me to go first or you want me to go last? I go first. All right, my pro, my my jabroni of the week this week is outside of pro wrestling, as I said, and it has to do with Turner's tea. Those of you that are outside, those of you that are outside of the Pittsburgh market. <laughs> are not going to understand this. So you may just want to do something, go take a pee, whatever, come back. But everybody that grew up in Pittsburgh, Turner's Tea tweeted out this week that they have a new Turner's Tea flavor, and it's dill pickle. 
you, you, you mother, you disgraced the great golden deliciousness that is Turner's tea. And God's added dill pickle, the Mon River Valley water Turner's tea that has cured cancer in kids. And you mess it up by adding a pregnancy craving. A goddamn pregnancy craving. Dill pickle. Can we stop with the dill pickle? Yeah. Everything does not need to be dill pickle. Just like everything does not need to be flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> Knock that shit off. All right. I'm not condoning what they're doing because it, it just sounds fucking awful. But I will say it's only going to be for the, the Picklesburg Fest. It's not going to be sold in stores. It's the only reason they're doing it. Yeah. Zach one, you're on the list. I'm I'm bringing a Jericho list. You're on the list right now. Put Zach one on the list. Dill pickle lays. Enough with the dill pickle. I agree. Cucumber pickle, long pickle, short pickle, pause. Doesn't matter. Enough with the goddamn pickle flavor and everything. There, all right, I'm off my I'm off my soapbox. There's my rant. You can chop that up and clip it if you want. I don't care. Tag, tag Turner's in it because you solely did the deliciousness that is Turner's tea. <coughs> I'll go. I'll go next because mine is personal and it leads into wrestling. Okay. So uh, my jabroni of the week is uh, my nephew actually. So uh, while <laughs> so while on vacation, no, uh, too much time kids. with family this week. So, kids on list. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, you can. Yes, you can. While we were on vacation Tuesday morning, I woke up to watch Raw. And we were watching them all together, and Judgment Day came out. And he was like, I like that guy. So I had to put on pause and was like, go up to the TV and point which one he liked. So he went up there, and he picked Damian Priest. And I was like, what you picking Damian Priest for? He was like, I don't know. He just looks cool with all the tats. He's bigger than everybody else. And he got that cool briefcase. And I was like, oh, man, I failed you badly. I failed you badly. But then I was like, okay, but I was like, okay, we'll watch the show and we'll see. And then I was like, oh man, we'll see tomorrow. So then the next morning, we were up, we watched NXT, and then Judgment Day came out, and he was like, oh, there was that guy from yesterday. And I was like, yeah. And so I put on pause, and I was like, pick pick which one of the four you like the best. And he picked Damian Priest again, and I was like, you know what, guy, you're banned from TV. I mean, you're banned from watching wrestling. Go back up to your room right now. Delete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done. You're done. <laughs> so, as an uncle, I failed him because Damian Priest is his favorite wrestler now. I feel ashamed, Jason. I'm Chris, you, I'm gonna put I'm you sorry. as the jabroni for having your nephew as jabroni whenever he picked the winner. He's Mr. <laughs> money in the bank. You know, you if you're gonna say get it right, he's sending your money in the bank. Send your money in the bank. Send <laughs> <laughs> your dinero el briefcase. That's what he is. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, I failed him twice, so I'm a bad uncle. There's that level one Spanish from Woody. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so you Batman's just a yeah. briefcase. That, that, that's gonna be our next shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Head on over, to Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, so I'm a bad uncle. El briefcase with a, with a with a 1940s leather briefcase. That's what we're gonna have on the shirt. Yeah, so Batman's his favorite uh, superhero, and Damian Priest is his favorite wrestler. I failed. He's living life well. He's making good choices early. <laughs> what are you doing over I, there? I, I... <laughs> Watch your hand for me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't follow my teachings, the readings I give him, the homework. 
Apparently not. Wait till you got to take him out trick-or-treating on your favorite holiday and he's dressed up as Damian Priest carrying a briefcase around. <laughs> he, he's like us when we were kids. You you, 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 were, you were for the colorful guy. Or the guy that looked the coolest. But right what? now, we did that. The what? Pack one, I'm not saying that. <laughs> All right, so 144 episodes, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. <laughs> because you said looking for the colorful something? guy. Yeah, you said looking for the colorful guy. Yeah. <laughs> the colorful guy. <laughs> you know that I got a different meaning, guys. Nah. What was my words? The face paint guy. The face paint guy. The guys that pop. What type of face paint you putting on the guy? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> what face paint does he have? <laughs> I'm saying when we were kids. <laughs> 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 yeah, who's yeah, your jabroni of the week? I didn't have one for wrestling, so it's it's going to be me again. <laughs> for that cold baked bean steak? No, we were at a family function and my cousin was looking for pictures of my grandmother. So we have pictures of my like we have, we have a picture of my grandmother holding my mother, pointing at the camera, telling her to smile. So that's the last picture on my phone. Go about my business, open Twitter, uh, search some stuff on Twitter, probably wrestling related. Keep on going, go to Facebook. So as I'm closing out all my apps, close out Facebook, cool. Close out Instagram, cool. Open, our Twitter pops up, goes to the toxic side of Twitter, and it's just nothing but ass on my timeline in public. It's right by the way, there's nothing more like <laughs> Judging you. Gotcha. <laughs> I've never felt more shame in my life. I don't want to do Twitter right here. I can't. <laughs> you keep scrolling on Twitter, though? Huh? Do you keep scrolling, keep scrolling on scrolling? Twitter, though? <laughs> I keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. Did I keep scrolling? No, yeah, I, I closed it as soon as I saw yeah. it. But then I was when I closed it, it was my grandmother's picture just pointing at me. <laughs> she knows. She knows. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, Chris, Mount Ru- or Jabroni. Mine will actually be wrestling related. So I'll, I'll be the different one this week. Um, can we get Charlotte in a storyline that doesn't involve a title? Has that ever happened yet for her? Listen, I I know my Jabroni was was Turner's tea, but that that whole that whole episode last night of SmackDown. Oh. When you you completely made your champion irrelevant, Oscar <laughs> yeah, is not even not. thought of. Yeah. She's behind <laughs> three women yeah. right now. EO has the yeah. case and has failed two cash-ins. Mm-hmm. But, and let's put a pause on that. We don't need her failing cash-ins every week because that's going to no. hurt her. Yes. But Charlotte and Bianca doing a handshake deal for a match at SummerSlam as if Oscar's just chopped liver? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But – they do this to Oscar every single time they put the belt on her. If you notice, like go back and look at her reigns. She's never the main focus as champion. No. 
other than NXT. The line starts with me, Charlotte Flair, who doesn't even look like Charlotte Flair, is ridiculous. Yeah, that opening was terrible. Yeah, opening was terrible, and it's just I'm watching it go. I'm like, I don't remember the last time if they've ever actually had a story with Charlotte where she wasn't going after the belt. I think this is where it goes. Well, to me, I think this is this. Rumor is it's. I think this starts a feud with her and Bianca without the title. Rumor. I think you're going to get the triple threat match at, at SummerSlam. Yes. That's the rumor. And Yeah, I feel like if we're getting that, but I think after that, it goes to Bianca and Charlotte. And so we'll, we'll probably add a stipulation of the winner gets a shot at Oscar then, or whoever's the, the champion. Other, the other thing that made no sense that was Jabroni at a week worthy last night with that story was you go into the match, you have Charlotte Flair come out with a ticket, damage control with a ticket, like they're paying customers. <laughs> when did when did they get banned from the arena? I, when did, I was when, when that were too. they told, "Hey, you can't be ringside"? Yeah. When, when, yeah. when did that go down? Because they managed to not put those details on mm-hmm. TV last night. Mm-hmm. So why are you showing? You you were just out here in the opening segment. And now you're <laughs> yeah. a fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> just because you said you were going to leave and then come back in doesn't mean that you're banned from the building. Mm-hmm. Stop eating. <laughs> you just got done with breakfast and now you're over there with candy wrappers. <laughs> Who's eating? What are you talking about? You crumple cr- rapper crinkle Krampus over there. That wasn't me. <laughs> Such a dick. Just clipping a week right there. We got a lot of choices for Clip of the Week. You don't have to run through this show and chop it up. We may have to do like a, a we, couple. We have to do like a, a, a you know, two minute hit piece on Clip of the Week this week and just chop up different different areas. What are you eating now? Some Reese's. cosmic brownies. <laughs> All right. So we had we had Jabroni of the Week, Mount Rushmore. Hit us up. Let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. Um, we ran through collision, ran through battle of the belts. Now, what I think is going to be the most important show to watch tonight, Impact <coughs> Slammiversary. You guys have been killing Impact. You don't watch Impact. You don't pay attention to Impact. How are we supposed to watch Impact? That I mean, well, that's true, too. Like, <laughs> Just from a time perspective with all the wrestling on, yeah. But no, this... Don't get the channel, don't... Don't have the time. Look, I'm. I, it's a broken record with me. Stop sleeping on Impact Wrestling. The build to Slammiversary has been great. The tease that they did going off the air with Scott Demore and the Team Canada jacket and all that was fantastic. The phone call. Who did he call? Who's coming back to be a surprise partner tonight? Like, it's just been. It's been really good. So we'll run through this card real quick. And I'll give my predictions. You guys can chime in if you want, but I doubt you're going to. So we have Joe Hendry versus Kenny King for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Joe Hendry has been fantastic. Absolutely the right person to hold this belt. And I believe in Joe Hendry. So I'm going to have Joe Hendry retain, beating Kenny King. 
get a six-person tag match, which I'm assuming would be on the pre-show. They haven't announced what matches are on the pre-show. and Joe Hendry and uh, the six-person tag. Of oh, they're both on this pre-show? Okay. The women's six-person tag, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so you have the... <clears throat> You have Jody Threat and the Death Dolls, which is Courtney <coughs> Rush and Jessica, aka Havoc, um, versus the Shantaraj, Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, and Jai Vito. Um, I got the Shantaraj. Giselle Shaw has been entertaining. I like what she's doing right now. And the group behind her works. So let's keep that going. Ultimate X match for the Impact number one contender. Um, championship for the Ultimate X title. Jonathan Gresham, Mike Speedball Bailey, Kevin Knight, Alan Angles, former five from Dark Order, who got his full name back this week, and Kushida. Um, Ultimate X is always going to be a potential show stealer. I don't really have a, a good vibe on who they're going to have win this. Um, I feel like you know, Trey Miguel deserves a fresh matchup, but I'm not sure who I would pick here. Um, my gut says Mike Speedball Bailey, but honestly, I can see anybody walking away with it tonight. Um, has Gresham been around Impact lately, or is he, this is just like him coming in? No, he's been in Impact. He signed okay. with them. That's who he's wrestling with. So he's been there for a couple months now, if not longer. Um, I'll give it to him. Uh, next up, we got the Impact Knockouts World Tag Team title match. The Coven, <clears throat> Taylor Wilde and Kylan King versus Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. I'm a huge Masha Slamovich fan. Um, absolutely love what she does. So anytime she's in a match, I'm going to pick her to win um, for no other reason, just because. Eddie Edwards versus Frankie Kazarian in the battle of the OGs um, or just, you know, guys that have been in the wrestling business for 25 plus years. Um, Tracy Brooks will be at Slammiversary. So for all you, you know, boyhood crush um, list fans, we talked about crushes earlier. Tracy Brooks, some of them early TNA days with some of them photo shoots. She's definitely She's on the list from the 2000s. crush worthy for sure. So I'm going to go with Kazarian in that matchup. Same. Four-way tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championship. Ace Austin and Chris Bay, Bullet Club ABC versus Brian Myers and Moose versus Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan versus Subculture, Mark Andrews and Flash Webster. Is that really what they're calling them, ABC? Yeah. ABC. <laughs> Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Austin Bay, Club, Bullet Club, ABC, reference. Yeah, right, cool. I see where they're going. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't take the belts off of Austin and Bay, but if if I have a team that I would like to see win for something new, give me Swan and Sammy Callahan. Um, let them get a run with the belts. Brian Myers and Moose have been, uh, you know, an interesting tag team. Um, you know, Myers calling Moose out. Basically, you were a pro wrestling god, and now you're not doing anything. So let's go win these tag team titles, pretty much. <laughs> That's how we got there with them, too. So um, 
Next singles matchup for the X Division Championship, Chris Saban versus Leo Rush. Arguably could be match of the night between those two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be fast-paced, high-flying. Saban's underrated. Leo Rush is what he is. Um, so I think those two can absolutely steal the show tonight. Another one. Has Leo been around for a bit, or are they just bringing him in for this? No, he came in a little bit ago. I'm not sure if he signed a deal with them, um, but he has been around. So, okay. Next up, Deanna Perrazzo versus Trinity for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. Obviously, I think we're going to have a title change. Um, don't do it. I, I really don't want to do it because Deanna has been back on her – grinding <laughs> as being one of those when it comes to women's pro wrestling. Um, again, not getting the just due because she's an impact, but she's been absolutely on fire since she won the belt back from Jordan Grace. Um, then we have Bully Ray and Diener versus Scott Demore and a mystery partner. Um, former NHL hockey player Darren McCarty will be the special guest enforcer. For this match, um, it was going to be Bully Ray and Steve Macklin, but Macklin got hurt over in Australia, so he got out. They set PCO on fire um, last week or two weeks ago, um, which I thought was storyline because PCO's gimmick is you can't kill him. He keeps coming back, but I'm not sure if he's done with Impact <laughs> or what. So, with PCO? Mm-hmm. Yeah, PCO. Wasn't the same guy they, like buried or something? What'd you say? Wasn't this the same guy they buried or something? Yeah, he came back. You can't kill him. He's PCO. Yeah. <laughs> Just write him on TV for a couple for a couple yeah. months and oh, bring him back. Of course. That's why it's a soap opera. Uh-huh. Nobody's ever dead. <laughs> so this, you know, Thursday, Thursday's go home show led with them closing the show with Demore on the phone, talking to somebody saying, All right, we we've tried everything that we could think of. PCO is not coming back to life this time. Are you able to come back to life? And then they, he walked out of the screen and they panned to a shot of the Team Canada jacket. So my mind, and if I'm a bet man, I got Eric Young coming in and being his partner tonight. Don't which, care. Which makes sense because of the Diener pairing with Bully Ray and design that Eric Young was head of with Diener. Um, <laughs> Last we saw Eric Young, he was getting shanked to death in a prison by Diener. So. You gonna get skipper? So the whole come back to life aspect of it makes sense there, um, but we'll see. If PCO can come back to life, do you bring the Mountie back then? <laughs> makes then, sense during Canada tonight. So. And then lastly, we have Alex Shelley. I'd rather see that. We have Alex Shelley as the Impact World's Heavyweight Champion against Nick Aldis. Um, that's a match there. And that's going to be a hell of a match. Like different styles, yeah, that's different a match. styles make good matches. Yeah. I, you know, I'm glad Shelley won the belt in a surprise way, but he's definitely a transition champ. So get the belt on Aldis and let him cook. <laughs> not, not, not two. You ain't gonna do it twice. <laughs> You can't, you can't pull the blueprint two times in the same night. <laughs> well, they they gave not? it to you at uh, 
back at the last pay per view, what was going to happen? <laughs> of course, they'll do it. Put it on all the blueprints. You come in, you get a title. Just... <laughs> what TNA does. So you don't you you'd be you you'd shake your head if Trinity won and called this one. Yeah, I'd shake my head. One of them got to go down. Which one would you rather put over? All this. Neither. <laughs> he said one of them got to go down. Which one do you want? Neither. Neither. <laughs> Neither. Give me a couple. Give me a couple more. So maybe they can both have the the, the belt. No, no. <laughs> no. They just came in. They just stepped in the door. I mean, Trinity to me is more of the. I don't want to say flash in the pan title change, but like you only nobody knows how long she actually signed with Impact for. So, and if, if I say Trinity, give her a run, if you give her a run, you give her a run now. If but I say Trinity, I can't want shit on yourself. So. <laughs> I definitely he's gonna show you no matter what, man, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Deonna to me is. Worthy, more worthy of carrying the belt right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll you see. You can build up more story to Bound for Glory with the two of them. Yeah. Like if you do that and make the title change there, then okay, I'm 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 good. But you know, Slammiversary is one of their big pay per views, so we'll see. Something's gonna like, happen. <laughs> Something always happens at Slammiversary. I, I was gonna say, I I kind of feel the past few years Slammiversary is treated more like the show to watch out of impact than down for glory is so yeah i mean if you haven't watched impact wrestling and you don't know who any of these people are and you want something to do and aew is not tickling your fancy with what they got going on or if you want to throw it on the laptop and watch it while you're watching collision and battle of the belts on tv like have it on impact deserves people to start watching more because they've done really good stuff like I'm going to keep saying it, but apparently me and Pro are the only ones on here that like Impact Wrestling. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to watch it this week. We'll see. So, that's the card. I'm surprised Trey Miguel's not on here. But him and Zachary Wentz are kind of in a storyline that doesn't really have them to be fit into the pay-per-view. So, I can see why he's off and they're doing the number one contendership match for the X. Um, for the belt. That's it. That's all I have from Impact. So, um, anything else? We got a game. We got a game. You want to get into that? Damn, I forgot all about yes, sir. it. Pull it up. <laughs> I did. All right, this is Donald. Is this coming off of the blue cane fiasco? Is this what made you think it is? No, 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 I, don't even, I don't even know who blue cane is, so whatever that dude person is. Yeah. Glacier 2023. And apparently he's over and done with as fast as he came is as fast as he came. <laughs> So I did a what if uh what if Glenn Jacobs and Mark Calloway switch gimmicks as Kane and Undertaker? Would both characters follow the same path? Would it be different? What if? I don't think Undertaker Kane came had in the... at, Undertaker came in at what 92, 93? 91. Like uh, 90, 
Survivor Series ninety. Ninety. When was when was Jacobs in there as like Doctor Isaac Yankum? Ninety three, ninety four. So there's Maybe a 95. Four, four year head start there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so hard to picture them two being <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like the Undertaker at the beginning could have been fine with with Glenn because it was just a ominous character. Like, yeah. yeah, there was no supernatural. Just kept coming, you know. Yeah, Paul Bear did all the talking. That, yeah, and he I was think... supposed to be Kane the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be just the Undertaker. And like, there's some dark matches whenever before he debuted at Survivor Series where they announced him as Kane the Undertaker. Yeah. And then they made the decision to drop the the Kane name before he debuted at Survivor Series. Um, I think Kane Undertaker could pull off Kane. Kane couldn't pull off Undertaker. Especially when you're looking at his later matches, like say the match with Sean, you had 25, the one that everybody mm-hmm. loves. Glenn Jacobs couldn't do all of that with Sean. I mean, no, Taker's character definitely one. the okay. character. What would that match have been instead? Mm-hmm. Sean versus Kane, then instead of Sean versus The Undertaker, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, Mark Calloway is definitely the better worker of the two. Mm-hmm. There's not even a question. Um, I don't know. Like it, they're so entranced as who they are. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's <laughs> mind fucking me to try to think of them cause <laughs> to be different people and each other's gimmicks because they they are who they are and they are who they were for so damn long. Like mm-hmm. I can't like picture the thing that helped out with Glenn. Godsey. I know. I was just gonna say I can't picture Mark Calloway being <laughs> anybody else than the Undertaker. The man was staring down sharks in the ocean last week. <laughs> and they, the shark was afraid of him. It's like the thing that helped out with Glenn was that whenever he was Kane, you know, he we had the gimmicks before, but having that mask, you know, you couldn't associate him with any previous gimmicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he had it on um, for a long time too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like in that because, like, if you would have had Mark still being me, Mark Calloway in WCW up until he became Kane, you know, you know, the mask would have helped him too, not knowing who he was. Because if you, he would just debut as Kane without the mask day one, then just like that'd be an interesting transition. Like, would people have known him or, or how would that work? It's just like A Train and Tensai. As soon as he took off his mask, you knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. a joke after yeah. that. Yeah. And nobody cared. <laughs> uh, I can't. Can't wrap my mind around it to actually give like a legit answer right now. I can't. Like it's just. You know what, Kane? Undertaker couldn't do Kane either because I couldn't see Undertaker doing the the silly side of Kane. So Mark couldn't do the silly stuff Kane was doing. I, I don't think because he was he was serious. I'm down. You you never Taker was. I'm not going to break guy. Like throughout you, his whole like, crew. Like, could you? So I can't see him with Hurricane Helms doing slapstick. I mean, doing the brother, brother. (laughs) That, or or even like the the voice box. My name's Kane. (laughs) (laughs) But even like whenever he, whenever he, 
you know, got unmasked and he did the sit down interview with Jr. and lit Jr. on fire. Like, could you? Like, I can't picture Mark being like having it come off the way that it came off, the way that Glenn did it. And I'm mm. mad that I'm even talking about Glenn Jacobs right now, based on current day <laughs> situation. <laughs> I don't know. I think Undertaker got pretty dark there for a bit. I think he could have handled something like that. It would just it would have been different. But it was like supernatural yeah, dark. Roles. Yeah. It wasn't like the, the it wasn't like the 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 psycho serial killer, like pure evil dark that like Kane presented. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Taker yeah, was yeah, dark and he that. was doing yeah. dark shit with mm-hmm. like the you know, the Ministry of Darkness and all that and everything mm-hmm. else, like, but it was a different different kind of darkness. Than Dark, Kane. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just looked at Kane like, this dude's a sociopath and, like, yeah. he's pure evil. Especially when he took the mask off, it was like, right at that point when he took the mask off. Yeah, the bald head with the glass mm-hmm. eye, like, like mm-hmm. that was just, like, then they had to ruin it and make a movie with them. <laughs> yeah. Drop the fourth wall. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a game. What what WWE produced movie is the worst of all time because they put some bad movies out there, boy. Yeah, yeah. some shit. Oh yeah. And I seen them all. <laughs> Number one on the list is going to be Brother Brother Suburban Commando right there, brother. <laughs> no, you, 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 you yeah. ain't put those. Is that, the, on is that WWE movie? You know, <laughs> I I think they 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 made they're credited in some way for that. I'm not sure if it was 100 percent them. Okay, but Vince executive producing it. Say what you will, and I hate Hogan right now, but Hogan movies were fun. I mean, No Holds Barred was cool whenever I was a kid, but I rewatched it back as an adult, and it's absolutely terrible. (laughs) 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 It's terrible, but I feel like it's like one of those 80s movies that's just terrible in a good way. He couldn't even do the shocker right. He's a rip on Pro said 12 rounds to the Marine 1 through 50. The first Marine with John Cena wasn't that bad. 12 rounds wasn't that bad. You start getting into the, the, into the Ted DiBiase Marine. What was, what was Moxley? <laughs> Never saw it. Moxley was 12 rounds. 12, yeah. yeah that 12 one. rounds, yeah. too. 12, he was 12 the rounds, original yeah. 12 rounds. Yeah. Miz did a couple Marines, I think. Yeah, Moxley did the one where he was the cop, and he had 12 rounds left in his gun. So. He Miz's his Christmas out. movies. Oh, wait, that was the that was the plot. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. He had twelve rounds left in his gun. <laughs> it was that. Use him wisely. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, Do they do a countdown every time he shoots. Twelve. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Heyman back there. One. <laughs> I hope it's like behind, like not even like obvious. It's like. They're walking down the street. He shoots the gun, and like in Times Square, twelve just pops up on one of the LED boards. Speaking of Moxley, how's he going to wrestle no. in AEW now? 
I was after that little... banned list of moves and stuff <laughs> came out. Good. He can't. Bye. <clears throat> what are your thoughts overall? Oh, yeah, that was like, yeah, bro, you're right. I mean, it, look, it was bound to happen <sighs> just because, like, oh, yeah, you're on TV as much as you are. There are standards and practices, regardless if you're a private company or not, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to put protocols in place for a liability standpoint with certain things. So, you know, MJF going in a crowd, dumping a, a glass of tequila on a kid is not going to work anymore. I don't know why the mom had a glass of tequila <laughs> and not water like everybody thought it was, but that's for a different show. Um, How'd you get a glass in the arena anyway? Yeah, put her up for mom of the year. Um, <laughs> they act like it's legit, but it was probably a plan. <laughs> you are teenage like me would have been up in arms. I mean, the networks don't know that. <laughs> I think teenage me would have been up in arms. Me now, I'm like, good. I don't need to see all that stuff. I mean, and then, this is, it's like this how is ECW what happened to ECW. So, you know, what's the what's the back of the head in the turnbuckle one? The buckle, the buckle bomb. bomb, but it, like they hit it out falling. So, yeah. I think that's the predicts thing. I mean, they had the buckle buckle bomb specifically, but then they had like no back of the neck to the turnbuckle. Okay. Like, what do you? Oh. I don't even know what moves you consider that. Unless... Maybe like a hard whiplash into the corner, something like that. Mm. Remember how hard Bret uh, Hart used to take that? Yeah, but he went sternum first. No. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll we'll see if it. I mean, we'll see if it changes the product. They, you know, rumored, rumored innuendo was that they've known about this list for a while. So, like, you shouldn't see a major change. change in the product. As far as <laughs> go. But it's just it comes off the heels of you know Omega taking the the Tiger Driver 91 and all the discussion around that and him defending it and sounding off on social media, which Kenny Omega rarely does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you get this that? announcement here. Like, it's just... Well, they said no, uh, like, Tombstone type thing. So is the Melter Driver gone? I think they they have a list of things you got to approve. And I think Power Drivers were, were one that has to be approved before or cleared. I got it. Get Canadian destroyers getting approved. This whether there's not twenty of them on the show. <laughs> they have a uh, poison runners have to be approved. Well, Canadian wouldn't that be the same type of thing? The only thing that's making me like question like what's going to change, and if they eliminate this match, I'm perfectly fine with it. But like the stadium stampede, you know, whenever they're fighting through the crowd and everything, like that's the only. They would just have to get all the spots clear. So yeah. some of the but some they of the eliminate stuff- that, I'd be okay with that too. Some of the stuff that that's listed, and this isn't the full list, but um, per fightful, falling have been banned in AEW. Unprotected chair shots to the head, shots to the back of the head, buckle bombs, blind moves that are backwards into the turnbuckle, fencing responses. I don't know what that is. Um, so, like blind moves into the turnbuckle would be like the German suplex into the turnbuckle. Okay. Like that type of that type of move. Um, <laughs> Caesar sells 
Say that five times fast. So no more Daniel Bryan faking a seizure like he did against Okada. Spitting, spitting, bleeding in, bleeding in the crowd. Spitting is nasty. Yeah. Weapons or projectiles in the crowd. Taking drinks or food from guests in the crowd. Physical contact with the crowd. Don't throw objects with blood into the crowd. When was there objects with blood thrown into the crowd? Yeah. So Eddie Kingston walking down with a gasoline Maybe tank. Like cool. or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no physicality with the crowd. I mean, that's tort law 101, I think. <laughs> like, they shouldn't have even been doing that, period. Uh-huh. It's on the ticket. <laughs> yeah. For both sides. So that's just some of the that's just some of the list. That, that's not the full list. You can head on over to Fightful if you want. I'm I don't I'm not a paying member to Fightful because Sean Ross Sap to me is overrated, but um intentional bleeding has to be approved. So you know Moxley's gonna oh, man, Moxley every time is approved, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically approved. I mean that's a golden <laughs> ticket there. That's good. That big stamp. <laughs> Screwdrivers have to be approved. <laughs> but everybody, but everybody, but BCC and the, the elite use it, so it's a golden ticket. We don't need to prove that; it's just out there. That's their giving. <laughs> physicality. It says any physicality involving referees, managers, extra celebrities, and, pro- and special guests has to be approved. Dude, that's a managers anyway. on the That's a. I thought I thought managers were on the you can you gonna take a bomb regardless list. <laughs> <laughs> and like the special celebrities and that stuff. That stuff is approved. That's through their agents and all that. Yeah, you can't hurt my agents. Can't hurt my client. We got big movies coming up. Anything else um from the week that was final thoughts wise? Shout out to um, the Miz one and twenty-five. What is Shout it? Shout out to who? Shout out to the Miz one and twenty-five for the year. Got his first one of twenty twenty three this week. <laughs> And, and, and didn't need it. Second half of the year, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even realize he was on a losing streak. No, I didn't. Honestly, no. I knew he didn't win much, much, but I didn't realize it was a complete losing streak. Are you excited? Um, I'd like to. Are you excited about Kota Ibushi and Pac being named the fifth members for Blood and Guts? Pac was Pac just came up weird. Pac was a surprise to me because I wasn't even thinking about him at all. But he fits. Mm-hmm. It makes oh, sense. Guess the presentation wasn't a surprise. It was just like you got a guy running in. Like hit the music or something. Give me the give me the presence. Don't just have a guy running in and you got to figure out who it is. <laughs> I hated the whole commentary thing with that because it, it like remind it was, it kind of reminded me like they were trying to like it to be like uh, NWO like when Hogan turned because like Pac out there beating. Beat him up, and the, the commentary team's like, "But is he the fifth man?" It's like, <laughs> and then like, he, and then he officially like comes on, like gets in the mic, like after like it's done, he goes, "I'm the fifth man." They go, "There we go." And <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> out there, out there, beating the hell out of Omega. <laughs> is he the fifth yeah. man? <laughs> yeah. Look at the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a video pack. Cut the clip. Stop beating me up and just watch. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and watch TV. I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> Sorry, pro. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, come on. We had to end with a jabroni. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm just looking forward to the, I'm looking forward to the match in a way, but I'm ready for this storyline to be over with. So. Yes, yeah, it feels too convoluted now. Just too many any people. any um so much shit. Any intrigue or excitement for the end of JAS and Jericho to join the Don Callis family? I'm interested in that. Now that's an AEW story I'm interested in. It's Callis and Jericho. I was just about to buy a purple hat. <laughs> He didn't even say I love this hat when he handed it to him. He just handed him the hat. I was I was ready to shed a tear. Like that was it was heartbreaking. Saw that same on my Amazon wish for a while now. I, I saw <laughs> it, I saw that same hat down the boardwalk this week. You might be able to actually buy the official hat now, Jason. <laughs> Pass it along to you. I mean, they definitely hinted at it throughout the show with Hager doing that. Then you had Sammy and Daniel Garcia coming out to their own individual music. No mm-hmm. JAS. Um, 2.0 last night on the rampage, Jericho was talking. Yeah, we haven't even seen Anna JAS. I don't know where she's at. Um, she was taking cliff dives off of some island in some resort somewhere this week (laughs) with Jack Perry. That's where Jungle was at. That's why he's on TV. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was in the uh opening segment. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, this is an unsafe work environment. (laughs) That was this week? Remind your driver to lock the door. I thought that was last week. (laughs) That was this week. I thought that was last week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the show, folks. Any other points before we wrap it up? I would like to... uh, I would like to defend my my first crush, if you ought to. Not top five, my first crush. That was my list. So Vanity, everybody knows who Vanity is. If you don't, you're terrible. Vanna White? Vanity. Who? Vanity. (laughs) Don't play dumb, Steve. I'm not who. You've seen Barry Gordon's last dragon enough time to know who Vanity is. (laughs) Charlotte Lewis from The Golden Child. Y'all seen that movie? I don't know if y'all seen the Running Man. I've seen. You never seen the Golden Child. Never seen the Golden Child. No. Y'all missing out. Eddie Murphy movie. Good. Yeah, I I know of it being the Eddie Murphy movie, but I've never seen it. Amazing. And nobody said we couldn't put cartoons on the list. Jessica Rabbit. Everybody. 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 I, I didn't feel like we needed that asterisk to say no cartoons on the list. <laughs> but it was, I mean, we, we now know what is in your search history. So, I mean, you're taking anime to a whole new level. But Why do you think I like redheads? <laughs> I saw your list on Tuesday. That was my top five. Oh, y'all were sharing yeah. lists beforehand? Yeah. No, on, no, on, Kenny's, on Kenny's show. Kenny's yeah, show. Kenny was talking about it. Yeah. That was my top five. This is my first. How many first crushes did you have? Like that, like I think there should only with the first, there should only be a first. Like mine was Miss Elizabeth. It, I was six or six years old when she took that skirt off and twirled it around in SummerSlam. Hey. Hey, because back, back then you <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> 
Quote of the week. Quote of the week. <laughs> All right. Let's end it. We're done. Thanks for tuning in. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMonksBar. Pick up a shirt. We'll give you a shout-out live on air. Hit us up on all social media platforms. As always, at DumbMarksPod. Email the show at DumbMarksPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, supporting it. We love you guys. Interaction is great. Good job in the yes. comment section. Hit us up. Send us your crushes. We'll debate those. Let us know what we got right, what we got wrong from Mount Rushmore and Jabroni of the Week. Anything else before I leave you with a quote of positivity this week? It's Gidget, bro. You don't need to get Gidget. No, 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 no. You don't get any more time. <laughs> I'm correcting, I'm correcting pro. It's Gidget. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say right now. All right, this week's quote of the week, very simple. And I feel like once you start doing this, it's something that will drastically improve your surrounding, your life, your health, your mental health. So with that being said, let's be okay with people not liking you. Most people don't even like themselves. Be okay with people not liking you. Most people don't even like themselves. Hey, with that being like said, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. Until next time, y'all can catch us around the way. <laughs>